It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds taking in Thursday night football between the Jags and the Jets. Right now, Jacksonville up 19-3 to with 3.40 left to go in the ball game. It's mm-hmm. been as, about as ugly as that score suggests as the Duval County is feeling pretty good tonight. You know, and, and you're right when you had pointed out throughout the program that the Jets uh, have allowed, uh, have been very permissible for Jacksonville to move the ball. But when you look at the points, they've only given up two touchdowns the last two weeks, one tonight mm-hmm. and then one against Detroit. And they're about to be 0-2. You would think you'd win those games. Yeah. You would. Yeah, as they, <laughs> as they, as they are showing uh, Shad Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars up in the booth, uh, Maybe it may be a playoff team down there in Duval. We shall see. Yeah, Certainly uh, looking very promising at the moment. Might be hosting a playoff game. And <laughs> not just a playoff team. They could get people. At a, the last time it was 2017, the year they went to the AFC title game, mm-hmm. when uh, Bortles and the crew went ahead and hosted a playoff game. They beat the Buffalo Bills then in Sean McDermott's first year. Um, but right now for the Jets, as this game, I, I think we've pretty much reached the point where it's academic. They're going to go ahead and lose, barring – just an absolute miracle. This is the final home game of the season. 
They're at Seattle, so mm. it's a tough – and you get the, the rest, but it's a tough yeah, West that, Coast that's trip. A tough trip. You're at Seattle against a Seahawks team that is fighting for their playoff lives, and then you go from going to at Seattle to then literally the opposite corner of the country at Miami to close out the season against a Dolphins team that is fighting for their wild card positioning there. I would assume that Buffalo beats Chicago this weekend and clinches the AFC East. So these yeah. next two games for the Jets, and I said it, I, like the possibility of the Jets losing out a couple of weeks ago, I was like, this is something that people aren't t- discussing, but it's a real situation. Mm-hmm. And now they find themselves, they're going to be dogs in both of those games off of the performance that we saw tonight. Yeah, no question about it. So, uh, yeah, you, you feel like you never want to rule a team out because they're not mathematically eliminated. No, but still in it. Now they are down to about 9%. You, you just feel like this this is it for the Jets. I, I just I don't see with the fact that the offense is obviously struggling. The, the, the best offense they have run tonight is the fourth quarterback on the roster. You know, because keep in mind, yeah. uh, you know, White and Flacco. Actually, Flacco started a couple games earlier this season. So, yeah, this is your number four quarterback, and he's the only one that's been able to move in the ball as the rain coming down there. A lot of empty seats behind that rain. Raindrops keep falling on my head. When it rains, it pours for the New York Jets. Uh, nice B.J. Thomas there. Yeah, I like that. From uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. There we go. Uh, looks like we're going to have a false start there on the Jets, and that'll back them up five yards, 222 left to play. You just see frustration all over the faces of, of these Jet players. Mm-hmm. It started right at the beginning. The fans, I mean, God bless you for staying there. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> uh, even is, is Fireman Ed still alive? Yeah, he, they saw him. Uh, he was, oh, he is there? Before the game started, they were okay. showing Fireman Ed. I'm, I'm, I'm like, even Fireman Ed is bounced at this point. Oh, yeah, he ain't there. Yeah, If he can't do the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Chan, he ain't there. And uh, they would do the J-E-T-S, but it would be just end the season. <laughs> They're used to that in New York. <laughs> I haven't heard that one, surprisingly enough. You never heard J- JETS no. just end the season? I've not, not heard that one. <laughs> so. you know, I'll have to uh, put you in touch with uh, Jets superfan Jeff Parles here at this yeah. network. Yeah, no, I, I feel bad for Jeff. You know, it's like Jets fans got their hopes up. Hey, we got an elite defense, and we're going to go make a run. And, and, then, two- and, and then, like, next week, uh, you know, when I have a discussion with Jeff Parles, like, Wes, we can't use the Jets. We can't use the Jets. <laughs> And then you're like, hey, but I want to get him plus three and a half at Seattle. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I zig when everybody else is zagging sometimes. Yeah. That's what you have to do in this league. Yeah, well, maybe the Seattle defense will be what the doctor orders for this Jets offense. Yeah, Seattle's, <laughs> a, you know, they're in an interesting spot, too, because they're not. Uh, all of a sudden, they are, uh, I believe, a half game out because yeah. Washington has that tie, mm-hmm. which keeps them in the playoffs right now in the in the seventh spot. Seattle goes to Kansas City. Kansas City, obviously, has clinched the West, but still has a lot to play for, of course, try to because the Bills have the tiebreaker for the number one seed in yep. the home and the in the and the bye. But uh, uh uh Kansas City lane ten line really hadn't moved all week. No. So is the is that the buy low spot on Seattle? I have not done it yet because I haven't felt the urgency to because yeah. that number hasn't moved all week. Yeah, I'm I'm not really interested in backing Seattle. Uh, that defense is just yeah yeah it's, it's hard I to mean, do it man it would be them or nothing like I yeah. don't want to lay Kansas State. yeah I wouldn't lay it it just with no Tyler Lockett I'm like do they have the weapons to keep up I'm sure the back door will be open but mm-hmm. will they go through it I I just want no part I have enough action this week I don't want <laughs> yeah gotta, you got to bet every game yeah no no you don't <laughs> and and look there's always that's what end game is for that's what second half uh, mm-hmm. betting is for so. 
You don't have to date, necessarily take an early position as uh, Chris Strebler going to try to scramble, going to get about half of it. So fourth down here inside the two-minute warning for the JETS Jets. It looked like one of the Jags. Yeah, I was going to say, one of the Jags' defensive linemen, Dewan Smoot, is down. Uh, I don't know if that's a cramp or a quad issue. He seems like he's in a lot of pain. Uh, so hopefully he's all good to go. The training staff is looking at him right now. Boy, so when I when I I always like when I see these. You know, when a player does uh, uh, poorly, oh. when they uh, go back to that draft from last year, and Zach Wilson was two. Oh no, he's grabbing. Oh that okay, I think that might oh, be like, that might geez. be of the Achilles variety. Yeah, I think he just kind of got his cleat oh, stuck no. in the turf there. Because he immediately once he goes to the ground untouched, he grabs at that back heel. Oof. God, you hate you. You hope it's not an Achilles. Oh, that's yeah. Tough. That that cleat just got trapped right in that turf. You could tell as uh, they are helping yeah. him off, and he is not able to walk off on his own power. He's trying to put at least a little bit of weight on it, but that's a tough one. Yeah, that that that's tough to see. And then look at uh, and 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 Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he was right out there. He's the first one off the bench to you mm-hmm. know hit him. You know hey, we're gonna be all right. And you know yeah. and. That's the the Goes little the way. little things like that do matter. And, Goes uh, a long way. You know, I'm just seeing the uh, draft. Somebody posted the draft order from last year's draft where Zach Wilson went number two, and then you see, or excuse me, uh, two years ago, I should say, and you see some of these players that were drafted after him: Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Penny Sewell, J.C. Horn, Pat Sertan, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, I also forgot about him. Trey Lance, you know, you don't want to necessarily give up on him, but uh, everyone's happy with their guy. Oh my goodness! Yes. Well, the Niners. I don't even know if the Niners are happy or mad. They don't know what the hell their guy has because he's played one game. Yeah, it almost it almost doesn't matter, man. They figure out ways to win. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they're happy with Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. Uh, Let's spin it forward though on those Jets because this game is pretty much wrapped up as they just turned the ball over on downs. The Jets are going to be going to Seattle, like we mentioned, next week on New Year's Day. Seahawks right now, the consensus line is one. One point favorites, total 44 and a half. Where do you think this reopens? And obviously a lot will matter about what happens when the mm-hmm. Seahawks play the Chiefs. But where do you think? Do you think this is going to hover still around one? Seattle favored by less than a field goal? Or do we hit the key number of three? Uh, I think it'll probably be three at least. Because, so. look, they got to account for the home field. Now, it depends on how Seattle looks at Kansas City this weekend, mm-hmm. but I, I've even mentioned before, if default, if you say default home field is three points, let's just use that for the sake of argument. Seattle, to me, is four, four and a half, or almost even five. That's one of the mm-hmm. best home fields in the league, regardless. Yeah. So I think that you are going to get a little bit of attacks in a line. And then plus, there's always a reaction, especially in a primetime game. There's always yeah. an adjustment here. So, like, if Seattle loses by 10 at Kansas City, if they lose, like, right on the number, it's like, well, there's no shame in that. Kansas yeah. City's one of the best teams in the league. So I do think this will go to three at least. Now, it's curious to see if, if it goes to three, then they announce that Mike White is starting. Mm-hmm. Then you see then, that Then, then there's money. a little bit of an adjustment, yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned that you have about a one-and-a-half-point adjustment from White to Wilson. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so there we go. So at least, like, and, and I just wanted to kind of lay that out there just so people can kind of get ahead of this because these are things that you're going to have to start thinking about when those numbers reopen Saturday evening, I think, is when we'll get some of those mm-hmm. lines. Because mm-hmm. I know there will be the three games on Sunday and the one on Monday. But I think yeah. we'll get Saturday evening after the full slate that day. 
uh, we'll start to look ahead to those Week 17 lines. Yeah, so uh, so get your uh, unwrapping the presents done to uh, mm-hmm. go ahead and look Wrap at, the those, thing up, man. at yeah. those boards. Uh, Jacksonville, by the way, will uh, I'm seeing five and a half at Houston for mm. next week. That goes. That's that's going might to go seven. to might go might go to six six and a half. You I think it hit seven. Could, but I do think that there might be some buyback because now all of a sudden you got a Jacksonville team that's been under the radar that's got to deal with pressure now. But the one thing. The market has loved the Jags all year. Mm-hmm. Even when they were struggling, that mm-hmm. was the one thing I always like. They got bet out to even if it has three well, and a half. Well, and remember, Houston did win in Jacksonville. They what did. was it, 13 to nine? It knocked me out of Survivor. Yeah, there it was. Sting <laughs> when uh, Lawrence, you know, we've been praising Trevor Lawrence, but yeah. the, probably the worst pass he threw all year was uh, throwing it right to Stingley in the yeah. end zone. So. I think it could touch seven, but then I think you would at least see a little bit of buyback on Houston. Yeah, there probably be some interest in Houston. Also, depending on how Houston looks yeah, against yeah, Tennessee. And look, maybe if, maybe if Houston wins, it's like, okay, fellas, that's our season. Now, I don't think that, you know, it's still a division game. And Houston mm-hmm. has been, I think, like on an 8-3 and three ATS run in their last 11 in division games. So they still get up for the Colts and the Jaguars and the Titans, respectively. But you can tell that these games that have been coming up have been like Houston's bowl game. It's oh, been, absolutely. It's been like they're, hey, let's yeah, get, let's get no, one more no, before no, they, the season. They, they've been playing hard, and that's why I like them this week because I don't think they're going to mail it in and be discouraged. It's like, oh, man, we're just not going to win. They feel, I think, like, hey, fellas, we're right there. We just make one more play, and we're going to get a W. Yeah, so they'll be hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Red Hot Jags, who have officially beat the New York Jets 19 19- to three this game goes under the total the total was dirt low it closed 36 and a half but we only had 22 points on the board the jags go ahead and win as two and a half point dogs best money line price that you could have found was here at circa mm-hmm. at plus 131 so by the way this uh, jacksonville win does put the cincinnati bengals into the playoffs hey and it puts the indianapolis colts as officially eliminated all right, Colts out, Bengals in. As we're starting if to put ever the there's a season pieces, I want to end, it's the Colts. The playoff pieces are coming together here in this NFL season. We'll be back with more on Beast and Live Bet tonight. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We are final at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the New York Jets 19-3. Jags go ahead and improve to 7-8 and eight on the season. They went outright as 2.5-point dogs. The game goes well under the total of 36.5. The Jets continue their free fall here in the back half of the season, once seven and four, now seven and eight. That's mm-hmm. four straight losses for the New York Jets. Yeah. As they look like they are going to be on the outside looking in come playoff time. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that that's a pretty safe bet at, at this standpoint. Nine uh, percent, by the way, is their uh, uh, yes to make the playoffs, Ooh. basically. So uh, 
They are currently uh, interviewing uh, Evan Ingram on the broadcast here. 337 yards in the last three games for Evan Ingram. Uh, This is the the moment of his career. Obviously, he spent five years in New York. Never really lived up to, I think, what they wanted for him. So good for him to uh, go back home. Never had as many yards in a game in that stadium. Played a lot of games. Played 32 games in that stadium. Uh, So, you know. Good for Evan Ingram. As they're showing the Amazon Prime crew, uh, they did not stick it out outdoors after the game. So the layers have been removed. And uh, now uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't have to be by his lonesome uh, wearing the uh, just the sweater with yeah. the sleeves rolled up. Got Carissa Thompson rocking the sweater as yes. well. Uh, a little that, holiday festive cheer. Yes. Yes. Uh, for the ugly Christmas sweater. The But the ugliest thing, obviously, was the Jets offensive performance yeah. until Strebler at least was able to move the ball a little bit here, but man, uh, you know, the, the Jets, we talked about it. They have a lot of pieces there and a lot of things to like about this team, but they don't have a quarterback no. and they're going to have to be, they're, they're one of a few teams in the national football league. They're going to have to be looking for a quarterback. They don't have anything close to a quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that's the problem. It's not just like, mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have your guy, but you have somebody who's mediocre serviceable or whatever that you can yes. just kind of win with. They have guys who are double agents mm-hmm. at quarterback. That's what they have. It's like we cannot win games with you regardless no. how well we play in the other facets of the game. It's really bad. But uh, to recap the top props over at DraftKings, these were the five most bet on player props according to DK uh, on my list. The number one was Lawrence over one and a half passing TDs. That one lost. Mm. It was a plus 145. <laughs> there you go. Garrett Wilson over 55 and a half receiving yards at even money. Another, another L. But then we got some winners. ETN over 16 and a half rushing attempts. Zach Wilson under 30 and a half passing attempts. I know you were on that ding, one ding, as ding, well. Ding, ding. Trevor Lawrence over 12 and a half rushing yards. And also uh, Lawrence on the anytime touchdown plus 500. The only TD score. So first TD, anytime TD gets it done. I like I like the ding, 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 ding better than the uh, <laughs> Price is Right loser horn. The dun, yeah. dun, da, da. We'll have to get that. We'll I know. Uh, can we use that? that? that, is, that is that enough <laughs> seconds that we can use uh, without getting sued? They will, they will sue us into high heaven <laughs> if, we, if we could use that. And I'm not trying yes. to use any of my Christmas money to pay for that. Yes, uh, <laughs> Bob Barker, the former host, he just turned 99, I believe. Did it? Wow. About, about a week or two ago, 99 Hell years yeah. old. Hell yeah, good for him. He's got to make it to 100. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm like rooting that over the finish line, man. Knock on wood. He's healthy. He's probably healthier at 99 than I've ever been in my whole life. <laughs> 99. He's seen some things, man. That's 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 a long time. Uh, 99 years, nice and easy. <laughs> yeah. And my 40-plus uh, uh, years were not nice and easy. Been a little turbulent. Yes. <laughs> um. The Jags, they are the favorites to win the AFC South. They were the favorites before this game even kicked off because of the Ryan Tannehill news that we talked about yesterday. In case you didn't know, Ryan Tannehill likely out for the rest of the season, according to Paul Kaharski, who works on the Tennessee Titans beat um, with that ankle injury that he re-aggravated, made him miss some time in the middle portion of the season, like you mentioned when Malik Willis played against Houston and Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So with Malik Willis being the QB for the foreseeable future for the Tennessee Titans, we saw earlier today the Jags go from plus 110-ish to minus 145. I grabbed me some plus 110. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for the South when that news came out yesterday. They might be getting close to about $2 this that's what weekend. I was, that's what I wanted to ask you. I was like, hey, like, what do you, where do you think this – let's just not even talk about this weekend. Where do you think this reopens tomorrow when we see those division prices? I think it's, it's going to probably be – I don't know if it will be quite $2. I think Minus, it'll, it'll be 175 yeah, I was thinking or, or 180 I would certainly make it that. It's like a 30-cent bump. Because they got to respect the fact that the market is obviously, number one, it's been adjusted downwards with Tannehill not being able to go, mm-hmm. but also the fact that the market was coming in on Houston anyway. Yeah. Because Tennessee, you know, if you, really lo- if you really look at Tennessee, this is not historically the Titans' best role. in terms of as a favorite just look at Vrabel just in general usually coaches don't have these defined of a splits but Mike Vrabel is an underdog 22 14 against the number as a favorite Mm -hmm. 19 and 22 so you know Vrabel much better in the dog role than he is I think in the uh in the favorite role and then I think when you look at this uh with Malik Willis, like I keep saying, 97 net passing yards. And that includes sacks, of course. Mm-hmm. But 97 net passing yards in two starts. And then all of a sudden, Houston, because we remember that Derrick Henry ran, you know. A bajillion pretty, yards. Yes. However, when you look at what Houston has done since week 10, they are 10th in rush D DVOA. So this defense has actually shown some real improvement. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that they've had some injuries and, you know, despite the fact on offense, David, they've really had some injuries at the uh, wide receiver position. I believe uh, they may get Cooks, one. I believe, is back. Cooks is going to be back. I yeah. was like, I knew they were going to get one yeah. or two of those Collins, guys. I don't I know if Nico Collins. Yeah. 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 But but Houston's been playing hard, man. And I don't think that they've given up. They played hard for Lovey Smith all year, even games where, you know, it looked like they weren't competitive. And I remember writing about them in, in the uh, summer for the uh, VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide, and I said, this team's going to play hard every single week. So there are going to be games that they're going to cover against much better teams where they shouldn't have a chance. And we saw it, of course, against Dallas. And then we saw it last week against Kansas City. So now you got a Houston team saying, all right, fellas, man, we're really close here. These guys, I know everybody, you know, fans and people on the Twitter machine, they get into the, oh, a team is tanking. Players don't tank. No. Organizations tank. You think these players give a good goddamn about, hey, are we going to get the number one or the number two pick? Why do I want those high picks when they're going to be picking first in every round and they're going to take my gig? You know, they're going to draft some lineman that's going to take my gig. They're going to draft some linebacker or some safety or some corner receiver mm-hmm. that's going to take my gig with the first round, the first pick of the second round and the third round and the fourth round and the fifth round. So these players aren't worried about that. They don't pay attention to any of that stuff. You know, the, or the fans and, you know, the talk radio probably down there in Houston does. But players are going to keep playing hard. I think that's well said. Because now, one one thing to point out as well, I know this only gets pointed out in week 18, but we're obviously in the week 16. Even guys that know that their seasons are about to be over and they're out of the playoffs, these become the contract incentive weeks. <laughs> and these guys yeah. are going to be playing hard, and you're especially going to focus on that in the prop market because all of a sudden that's going to leak out. You know, you look at all the different – journalists and whatnot and they're gonna say yeah this guy needs 60 yards to get a hundred thousand dollar bonus for thousand yards or whatever however the incentives work yeah i I think that's a really good thing to keep in mind for week 18 with the props and and also for records as well 
I mean, the, uh, on the positive for milestones, end, yep. milestones like Justin Jefferson going after 2,000 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. is chasing down Peyton Manning's all-time single-season passing yards record. Like, like those types of things. I mean, we saw it with Cooper Cup last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, his props were in the 100s for the receiving oh, yards yeah. toward the end of the season because oh, yeah. he was chasing Calvin Johnson's receiving yards record. Uh, those it's going to start to become more and more of a thing now that we're getting into week 17, week 18. Um, real quick though on Jacksonville, and we'll have more of this discussion to end the show in the final segment as well. They started the year two and six. They've won five of t- seven since then. Something must have changed for this team after that loss to Denver in London mm-hmm. toward they're now playing better football. Do you give them a chance? Let's say that they win the division and there's still two weeks left to go. They got to take care of business. But if they win the division, do you think that they can be a team that wins in the playoffs and advances to round two? Uh, I, that might be a little bit of a bridge too far, but I think what changed, and you mentioned after that Den- that loss to Denver in London, remember they were down 17 to nothing to the Raiders mm-hmm. at home the very follow the very following game, and uh, you know Adams had to make a, wild. a furious comeback in the fourth quarter, and then that I think all of a sudden gave them some belief going forward. Yeah, this team, and, and there's it, I think it's going to depend on the matchup. If they're facing the LA Chargers, if the Chargers go ahead and get a five seed. Maybe you can win going up against an inexperienced quarterback in the playoffs, an inexperienced head coach. If you're playing the Ravens and it's Harbaugh and Lamar, that might be a little bit more difficult. Ravens would have revenge on the mind. Fascinating stuff with the Jags, putting themselves in position to maybe host a playoff game in January. We'll be back with Whitney Goddard on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and gear up because it's college bowl season. Log in to Bet Rivers every single game day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect college game day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds joining us once again here in studio. Our live guest bet sweater for the evening, Whitney Goddard. A no sweater tonight. A no sweater. (laughs) No sweater indeed. She went ahead and gave out under 36 and a half. The game goes final and the total lands on 22. It just started raining. So the <laughs> rain held off a little bit. Well, so and, you and can't to, blame her. And to our point about that weather, too, like we talked about, we talked about the snowvers earlier. Mm-hmm. The wind is what affects the unders, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the undercashing tonight. Last two seasons, games with 10 plus mile an hour winds now 92 and 60 to the under. Wow. And by the way, there's 10 more games with projected 10 double-digit mile-an-hour wins. So uh, that's why you've seen these totals get slammed all week. Understandable. <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> just We're going to go ahead and spray the board on the unders this weekend and pay for Christmas presents. No, just <laughs> kidding. Don't I don't advise doing that. Um, but, yeah, no, the handicap that you had was really solid of looking at Zach Wilson and that Jets offense and being, hey, they can't score. <laughs> so, so let's go ahead and take this thing under, and it came to fruition. <laughs> You know, even thinking and looking at, like, all of the different people as, like, Travis Etienne and thinking that, that like, that might help, it didn't, we didn't even need him. And, yeah. and he was still great, but that was a huge focus on tonight's game going into it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't even need that. 
Yeah. No, and we didn't need it whatsoever. Is the the Jags go ahead and win nineteen to three? Zach Wilson did indeed get benched. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went ahead and saw Chris Treveler, who social media is calling tatted Tebow. Mm-hmm. I heard that. I just <laughs> that heard our, that, that outside, hash, and I that laughed out loud. That was our hashtag. We did hashtag tatted Tebow. Loud. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, and then even seeing like Zach, what like with his helmet still on, and I was like, you know, he's <laughs> take the helmet gonna, off. Take it out. Take it off. Just. Put your feet just, up and just yeah. relax. Like, like hey, Zach, got just, it. Mm-hmm. just relax, relax mm-hmm. the rest of the evening. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's they, they didn't think that he could go ahead and lead them down the field to score, and I I see why based on how they played and how Streveler played. But although Streveler wasn't really good anyway, he was bad as well. It, it, the whole situation for the Jets is just terrible, which is unfortunate because they have a really good roster and really good players sure. in I mean, the other positions. Familiar like the Lions. I mean, it, it's literally lined up almost the same, and it's. Things can be lined up completely perfectly, and it just doesn't yeah. out. Yeah. The Jets are descending. Your Lions are ascending. Beat them last week I in the know, Meadowlands. Now in Charlotte, facing the Carolina Panthers. How do you feel about this game? So the Lions are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is at 43-and-a-half, 44, depending on where you shop. So it's a moderately totaled game, but two-and-a-half-point favorites. The Lions on the road. Are you a little nervous? Cause I'm never nervous. I mean, the Lions, just they need to want it. And I think that's always been a constant with that team for my entire life. Um, but now the new coaching staff and everyone else, it, it, there's definitely a change in this organization. And I, I see a good trajectory going upwards with the Lions. But regardless, I will always root for them. It's my yeah. hometown team. So. Yeah. I mean, right, right in the thick of the playoff chase, you know, yeah. depending on uh, what happens in front of them. They're currently one spot out of the playoffs, but Washington, 7-6-1. and one. Obviously, they're a touchdown underdog in San Francisco. Detroit Lions, a road favorite here. I'll be whoa, in whoa, uh, at whoa. Carolina. Did you stutter? Like, I, I, I very, like, yes. I'm she be, said, say it again. Yeah, I'm going to be interested. For the cheap seats in the back. Like, it's very rare to hear that. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to be interested to see uh, how much they get used in the, in the Circa Million, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of a, of a road favor or if people are going to come in on Carolina. Carolina, they're they're not done in terms of the division, but it no. seems like, man, they're dealing into an inside straight there. It's you do know? or die for them right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> They've uh, got to win this game. Yeah, Detroit, I'm just looking at them to see, to mm-hmm. see this team as a, as a road favorite. But look, they've won six in a row. You know, they, 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 they found a way against they need the Jets. Love. They need they play off of love and support and and a little bit of good coaching. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the good coaching. You mentioned the love and support. They got mm-hmm. a really good culture there. Um, I was telling Wes the other night that I have a Dan Campbell ticket to win coach of the year. So love I bet that. I, love I, that. I, love I bet him. It, I bet yeah. it a couple of weeks ago at 200 to one. He is now plus one seventy five wow. to win it. Now okay. th- we still got a lot of work to do. I think they, I sure. think they have to win out. So they got to win these next three games starting on Sunday or Saturday. Sorry. So there's still a lot well, of work so to be done. Have to deal with what I deal with. So I, I, I'm yeah. telling you, th- these last two weeks, I've been sweating out Lions games like I'm a fan of the team. But they're performing. <laughs> but oh, they like, are performing. like you're a fan of the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, are you try- what are you trying to say? I, well, I'm saying my, my love is conditional, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Now, now we're getting personal. He's now a, we're getting personal. He's a love him and leave him type of guy. <laughs> yeah. I love him until hopefully he cashes the ticket. I was like, all sure. right, thank you, Dan Campbell. Uh, see you maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's how we operate as sports betters. But now I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions to go run the table. I mean, to start one and six, and if they were to end the season at ten and seven, that would be quite the story. And I think they'd get a lot of buzz for him to win that for the award. Seasons that we had for ten and zero, like yes, 
Absolutely. Yeah. I like I said, the trajectory, the upward trajectory of all of that, all for it. Speaking of trajectory, though, your Michigan Wolverines. I mean, th- this is no turnaround for Michigan Wolverines. They made the playoff last <laughs> year. They found themselves once again in the playoffs this season. Watching them beat Ohio State might have been <laughs> the best. I, I, I've been to those games. I've been at the big house, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't travel. I only traveled once to Ohio State, and I will never do that again for that game. <laughs> but to actually watch them win was amazing, and we were all at Stadium Swim. It was such a great day, beautiful day, and it's their Michigan is playing. And they're, and it's it's the same thing. It's the momentum of passion. Like they just need a little bit of oomph from the fans mm-hmm. and everyone else. They also are the early game on New Year's Eve. By the way, they, they are. are the uh, one first playoff game. One hydrate. Like I'm counting. Hydrate early. The Fiesta Bowl, Glendale, Arizona. I know you're not making the trip down there because nope. you've got a full plate uh, New Year's Eve night Definitely. down here at Circa. So. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that day going to be like? I mean, you're watching the game, obviously, during the day, but sure. you've got, like, multiple events down yes, here absolutely. at the event we center, have, at Fremont Street, et yes, cetera. we have EDM going on at our downtown Las Vegas event center. We mm-hmm. have a whole party in our new Circa Ballroom, the Galaxy Ballroom. We have a party going on at Legacy Club. We have so many things going on. And actually, last weekend, we had an ugly sweater party. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually... It, like, these lights are a little too warm for me, but Wes, if you could maybe like <laughs> hold this up or maybe put this on. Love for it. Me. Look at that. Um, yeah, so yeah. Describe what is on this sweatshirt yeah, for our viewing audience. The, uh, the, this is my dog, my Harry laptop. Winston, but it's Merry, Qu- Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Um, but it was of one of. And make this really Just take Wes as a one shot, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, thank you. Absolutely go. love that. Merry Christmas. I, I, had, I had to throw that on you. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but the events that we have going on now are nonstop, whether it's Stadium Swim or Legacy Club or mm-hmm. any of our properties. I mean, I was looking at this lineup for the uh, Fremont Street concert, the first and third street and also the main street mm-hmm. stage. Yep. Uh, Bush is I the headliner. Gavin Ross. Going to go out Excited. Glycerine. <laughs> I know. Glycerine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Sugar Ray uh, with uh, mm-hmm. Mark McGrath, the Struts, the he Whalers. He just wants to fly. He just wants he does. to fly. He does. He just wants to fly. The Whalers with Julian Marley, the Sugar Hill Gang. Love it. All It'll for one. So All It'll for be one. So is rad down here. Tag team back again. Mm-hmm. Checking the records. Let's begin. And also <laughs> DJ Scribble. So we are going back to like, we're going back to like my college days where this <laughs> yeah. got played at the frat parties and whatnot. He's a whoop. There it and is. Who doesn't you know? love that? I mean, that's <laughs> anything you know along to and mm-hmm. that you can just have fun with it's i like those i like those retro shows i've seen a couple of them i think what was it last year or the year before that like bobby brown yes and we, had, we had like an i love the 90s party and an i love the 80s party at the event center and i have never seen people more excited to listen uh, to all of their like you said like because you know but, all of it you know, you know all the words you know everything the, and it's just our artists, and it brings you back to yeah, a different time. Exactly. And artists pass away, but the songs last forever. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's the nostalgia is what really gets people going. So yeah. when, the, when, the, when the drinks get going, too, and you start, mm-hmm. you put yourself back in that frame of mind of, 
20, what? 25 years no. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which for some people so might bad. be a little dangerous, but you, yeah. you, you go there. Yeah, where I was like, hey, I could stay out till three in the morning. <laughs> now, it's like, now it's like 1130 and it's like, <laughs> oh my God, how am I going to make it to the midnight Flat toast? out exhausted. <laughs> well, I uh, hope you at least last past 11 on New Year's. <laughs> Once we hit 12.15, once we hit 12.15, that's a wrap. I can't even lie because that's the, that was me last year. I was like, 12.15, I was like, all right, we're good. We, New Year, happy New we're Year, good night. Yeah, 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 perfect. <laughs> yeah, we were home already home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was watching whatever rockin' jockin' New Year's Eve thing, rockin whatever they had on TV. <laughs> yeah. Who we're, even does that anymore? We're home in time for Dick Clark, no the late Dick Clark, sign no off. Clue. Uh, always fun with Whitney Goddard, the director you, of player development Thank here at Circa, also in charge. Happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas to you. And Great. she hands out That's winners it. every time she comes onto the show. Whitney, we appreciate the time. We'll be back to wrap up the show on the other side. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is here, and VEASAN has you covered. We have picks, spreads, and totals for every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com and check out all our bowl betting coverage while you're there. Now is a great time to also become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. For only $79, you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Final segment here on the program. I saw somebody tweet out, we're 11 weeks to Selection Sunday. I'm like, take Are it easy. Are you serious? Like, 11 like, weeks? Like, like, take it easy, John Rothstein. <laughs> was that, I was going to say, was that the somebody? Or was of course, somebody yeah, else? he was the okay. somebody. Spoiler, <laughs> like, spoiler alert. <laughs> 11 weeks to Selection Sunday. That's, that's, I got that we were still like 20, honestly. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I'm like, man. I need to. I need to dive into this college hoop stuff, man. I've done none, no prep. Um, I'm gonna dive in during conference play. So help me God, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. hopefully I don't give back NFL winnings. Yes. Um. So we'll tread lightly, but man, this is this is really cruising along. I've been so oh. immersed with the NFL and, now with the extra week and the just... fact that like you know almost every conference is gonna begin by by next week. Uh, oh my look, gosh. we've already had Big Ten games, Big East, ACC games. Now we're gonna start like Big Twelve conference play. SEC conference play like they don't even wait until the new year to turn it's the last week of December you know to start with like eight million teams in all these conferences yeah these guys are just absolutely just whoo man college basketball it's almost here 11 weeks to selection Sunday imagine that um we just had Whitney Goddard and we thank her once again for her time as our live guest bet sweater tonight she's the Director of Player Development here at Circa, also in charge of special events, handing out in-game winners. We told you guys at the top of the show that, hey, Whitney has been on a heater mm-hmm. with the in-game wagers. She gave out under 36 and a half in-game with this Jets and Jags Thursday night football contest, and the game landed 22. Yes. So how about that? For 14 points below the, 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 the bet that she gave out. Yeah, so. yeah, a very, very low-scoring game, and obviously – Another game where there were 10-mile-an-hour wins. We mentioned that trend, you know, well above 60% uh, in mm-hmm. terms of uh, that. And, look, all the totals basically have been hit, so I'm not wanting to necessarily recommend chasing numbers, even though some of them are going to get there. But you have seen some really precipitous drops in these NFL totals uh, for Saturday's card and also for Sunday's card. Just uh, looking at this, uh, New Orleans and Cleveland down to 32 
right now, and that was like 38 on the opener. Uh, Isn't that the lowest total in like what 15 years? I, 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 be- think I, I, be- I believe like that. that I believe that it is. Uh, yeah, these are low totals, and basically what I did, you know, when these totals are that low, I teased the dog almost automatically. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that there. Houston, Tennessee, now down to 35 and a half. Obviously, that's weather related and also quarterback related with one of the starters going ahead and being out. Atlanta, Baltimore, down to 34 and a half. In, in some places. That is weather-related, also quarterback-related. Washington and San Francisco, two relatively healthy teams, mm-hmm. down to 37.5. I don't think that's weather-related. I think that's two good defenses-related, yeah. to be honest yep. with you. So uh, That's exactly what that is. Uh, Raiders-Steelers, Saturday night, 38.5. Uh, that is a very low total. So... These, you know, these these have all been, a lot of these have been hit pretty good. Denver Rams, that's just two bad offenses, but 36 and a half. So, yeah, really low totals here for the Week 16 card. To put a bow on the Thursday night football game, uh, after the game, Robert Sala spoke with the media, and he was asked, of course, about Zach Wilson, who was starting for the Jets tonight. He mm-hmm. said, quote, we haven't seen the last of him, end quote. Your reaction? Yeah, that, that, yeah, no. It's <laughs> just, you know, no. and then I and then I uh, I uh, did a little uh, quote tweet with a with a gif here with Judge Judy saying it's over, over, because it does feel like it's over. It does. You know, at some point, it's like, you know, and I get it. You don't want to throw the guy under the bus. I, I I totally get it, and it's it's not all on Zach Wilson, but. You, you are looking at facing a guy that was drafted in the same draft, just one pick ahead in Trevor Lawrence and where he is right now and where your guy is right now. And you can't, you can't ignore that. Hard not to compare. You, you have to. I mean, you, I mean, it just hits you right in the face. I mean, forget Trevor Lawrence. Hard not to compare Zach Wilson to what Justin Fields is doing with right. no help in Chicago. Right. And, and look, he still has a lot of developing to do, too. I mean, eventually, you know, you don't want to take away the legs, but you don't want him to. I was talking to a buddy of mine I, that I was with, a, a friend, a IU friend of mine from Chicago. He's like, man, he runs too much. He runs too much. But it's like that's the best way to move the ball right now until he develops more as a pocket pass. Yeah, and some of these runs are electric. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he he steps foot on the football field. Yeah. He's the best athlete on the field. Absolutely. I, I, he is an elite athlete, and I think he's developing as a passer. I mean, a lot of it is – I mean, that offensive line is just so overmatched as well. But I think Chicago, if they surround him with some pieces – he could be a guy that takes a leap next year, I think. Yeah. And if you're the New York Jets, the Jets have a roster. They invested in an offensive line. They invested in wide receivers, getting Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, and free agency. Mm-hmm. They have a number of Elijah Moore a year ago in the draft. They have weapons. They just don't have a quarterback. I'm, drop Justin Fields into the New York Jets. Uh, this is. I don't think we're talking about, well, yeah. four straight losses, I mean, seven he- and eight. Hell, if they were starting Mike White all year. <laughs> Yeah. They'd be in very good position to make Just the playoffs. Throw in a warm body. <laughs> I think warm body might be a stretch too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, yeah, it's it, it's really a bad situation, and it's going to be the ultimate. If, if Lawrence continues on his progression, if Fields continues to progress and start to become a promising young quarterback, and who knows what Trey Lance is going to become, but the Jets, outside of Lawrence, had a chance to draft all these guys. We haven't even mentioned Mac Jones. He looked decent right, last year. Right. Now his situation has deteriorated with uh, the well, defensive well, coordinator well, now calling about the plays. Get a, how about get like a real offensive coordinator? Like, like <laughs> yeah. that that would help. That would definitely help. <laughs> if you can get somebody who uh, – what's your background? Oh, I coach defense. All right, so what mm-hmm. do you do now? Call the offensive plays. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah, I don't I don't know what they're doing in New England, but you know that guy's got a trunk full of Super Bowl rings, so I feel like ridiculous going ahead and questioning him. We all did, but I mean, now after seeing the results, you have to be like, what the hell were you thinking, Belichick? Mm-hmm. You got to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave you the benefit of the doubt, and this is what you put on the field out there. Uh, f- referencing that tweet about Salah and the Wilson, it was from Rich Samini at ESPN, who covers the Jets. He's covered them for a long time. The first reply under that about the solid quote of that we haven't seen the last of Zach Wilson. <laughs> the first reply says, "Sounds like a threat." <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It, it absolutely does. So, you know, <laughs> it sounds like I, a threat. I mean, look, it's just, that's just—he's he, got to say it. I mean, yeah, I guess he's yeah. kind of has. To, but w- when you bench the guy for a CFL quarterback who can't throw the football. Mm-hmm. That's rock bottom. Yeah, yeah <laughs> ab- absolutely. It's one thing for Mike White, who at least showed some competence in, in his couple starts yeah. last year. Remember, he beat the Bengals mm-hmm. when they were red hot. It, so, yeah, the Jets are going to be uh, the Jets are going to be looking for a quarterback. There are several teams going to be looking for a quarterback. One that got eliminated officially from the playoffs tonight. Uh, my hometown team, the Indianapolis Colts. Last night. You said that maybe it would be appealing to take a flyer on Dolphins plus 230 to miss the playoffs. With the Jets losing, who do you think gets that seven seed in the AFC? Mm. Yeah, that certainly, that certainly has opened it up a it little bit. It changes some but, things now. But, but, but look, I still think that the Dolphins are dealing with a lot of pressure now. And I think that mm-hmm. they've been, you know, it's up for Mike McDaniel, who's a pretty good offensive line, you know, worked under Kyle Shanahan, is one of the better ones in the league. It's up to him to kind of make the changes, right? Yeah. You know, you, you, because they're taking away the middle of the field. They're jamming Tyree Kill. They're jamming uh, Jalen Waddle. Now, Miami, look, last week they got a big pass. Uh, they could still hit you for a big play because those receivers are so fast. But it's like you saw a lot of drive stall. Take away their big plays last week, and Miami was like putrid offensively. Mm-hmm. If you take away that one long run that Raheem Mostert had, and I think I think it was Waddle or Waddle, who was yeah, Waddle had a long. It was touchdown. Waddle that had the sixty-seven yarder. Yeah, and you know Miami is so reliant on that big play, but then when you look at like the meat of the game, they can get stopped because they're taking away the middle of the field now. So if I were to say who is going to get that seven, obviously with the uh, Jets out. Oh, man, because uh, I'm looking at this New England schedule. They got Cincinnati. Now, I did bet yep. New England at plus three and a half, and they do have Miami at home, then they go to Buffalo. I don't think the Patriots are done just yet. I don't think so either. I, because everybody's casting them for dead after what happened last week when uh, you know the former quarterback, Scott Zolak, who's the radio uh, commentator or color guy for the Patriots. We are the dumbest team I've ever seen. Don't you think that's been played all week and they have heard mm-hmm. that all over the local and national news? And I think you're going to see a fired up New England team. I, I think Cincinnati might be in for it on Saturday. It's going to be a tough game for the Cincinnati Bengals. We've already seen the market like New England in that game. The three and a half have all disappeared. Now threes across the board. Some of them juice towards Cincinnati, but we've seen the big move nonetheless. If the Patriots win that game, that game next week for Week 17, Dolphins at New England. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and I'm sure it's not going to be <laughs> balmy in 70 on January 1st up there in Foxborough. That will be flex that into Sunday night. I think right now we're scheduled for Rams Chargers, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if we can flex. Get it out of here. Yes. Put anything on but Rams Chargers. We're begging you. We already have to see the Rams on Christmas. That's enough. Enough punishment. 
That does it for us here on this edition of VSIN Live Bet tonight. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Matt Santos, the entire crew, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, Greg Peterson Experience here on VSIN. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.